Let us take the Word of God this morning and open to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. The material that the Lord has led us to is our confidence and assurance of eternal life. And 2 Corinthians 5 speaks to that. As I read to you the first eight verses of this chapter, notice the word no, K-N-O-W, because the apostle knew what was going to happen to him in the future. I want you to look for the word confident and confident again. Always confident, the apostle is going to say, and I hope that we can be encouraged right off the start this morning with 2 Corinthians chapter 5. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God and a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house which is from heaven. If so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon, that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that hath wrought us for the selfsame thing is God, who also hath given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. And the apostle goes on to enter into another aspect of this assurance, wherefore we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. Notice the no, the K-N-O-W, that's the third word of the first verse. And then you can see that there's a knowing in verse 6, and there's a confidence in verse 6, a confident, and there's a confidence or by the word confident in verse 8 as well. The issue under consideration here is the shedding of these earthly mortal bodies and being clothed upon with a new tabernacle, an immortal body, our glorified bodies. And that is a that is an incredible change the Lord is going to make in us that the world doesn't know anything about, but we know about it because it's a mystery revealed to us in the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that good news comes with the glad tidings that we are going to get new bodies. The moment, the moment that we are absent from these bodies, we are present with the Lord. And we walk by faith, not by sight. We should be thinking about that glorious fact and let it alter our lives. Look at the apostle, I know, for we know. And he says in verse 6, therefore, we are always confident. And he says in verse 8, we are confident. I'm willing, I'm confident that the moment I leave this body, I will be with the Lord. We want to be that confident. That is why we are considering this subject. We want to be confident that the moment we leave this body, we will be present with the Lord and received joyfully and gladly by Him. Before I leave these eight verses, nine verses that I've read to you, look at that fifth verse. Now, having explained that there is an immortal body 
and we have mortal bodies right now, and that we are going to be clothed upon with immortal, glorified bodies when we die, the apostle explains what it is based on. And it is based on the eternal purpose and work of God. Now he that hath wrought us, wrought means to work, to design, to create. Now he that hath wrought us for the self-same thing, the being, the source of having designed us to get a new body and spend eternity in an immortal body is God. It's not us. We didn't choose it. God chose it for us. And He had to do some work in us to even get us prepared for that. Now He that hath wrought us for the self-same thing is God, who also, not only did God work in us salvation, He has also given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. That is the witness internally of the Holy Spirit that we are the sons of God. And in between the two clauses of that fifth verse is where we believe. God has to work. God does the work in us to prepare us for salvation and to work His salvation into us and we work it out. The second half is He gives us a blessing of the earnest. See, we have an eternal possession. We have an eternal inheritance coming and there is an earnest payment that's been made. And it is the Holy Spirit inside us whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And it's called the earnest. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, it's called the earnest. In Ephesians chapter 1, and our faith is right in the middle of that verse. God worked it in us. We believe. And then He gives us the earnest of the Spirit. And together that increases our confidence so that we are able to walk by faith, not by sight, so that we can know with confidence to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, give us the confidence and the knowledge of these things that the Apostle had and why the Apostle wrote these epistles to give that knowledge to us. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we are thankful in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you have wrought us for this self-same thing that we have just read. We are thankful for the hope of the resurrection. We are thankful for the hope of immortal bodies that we will give up these failing tabernacles and take on a tabernacle not made with hands, but made by the living God. We thank Thee for this hope. We thank Thee for this mystery. We thank You for revealing it to us and giving us eyes to see it, ears to hear it, and hearts to believe it. And Heavenly Father, increase our faith this day that we, along with the Apostle, will know and be confident that we will walk by faith and not by sight, that we will not look at a dying corpse or a dead corpse and think there's nothing more, but that we will realize that there is a Spirit that was instantly in the presence of the Lord. And Heavenly Father, give us the confidence by us laboring for You, whether present or absent, doing everything we can in our power to please and obey Thee, that we might be accepted of Thee. We thank Thee that You have wrought this for us and us for this. And we thank You that You have given us the earnest of Your Spirit in our hearts. And we pray that You would stir up that Spirit now, that we might be lifted up in the ways of the Lord to rejoice and be confident in the knowledge of the Gospel. Forgive us our sins, Heavenly Father. 
we still have this sinful flesh. It is a body of death that we drag around with us. We despise it, Heavenly Father, and what it does to us. Remember our frame, that we are dust. And like a good father pities his children, so pity us for our sins against Thee. We confess them. Have mercy upon us through the Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we are thankful for our government. We are thankful for the rulers You have put in the offices of that government from the highest to the lowest. Mm -hmm. And we pray and supplicate and intercede for them that You would have mercy upon them and protect them and give them wisdom and understanding as they lead the affairs of our nation for the sake of Your people that live here. We pray for Your servants of the Word, ministers of the Word that preach this day, that You will bless them, that the Word of the Lord will have free course and be glorified, that saints will be comforted and sinners converted by Your Holy Word. Heavenly Father, for those sheep that are scattered abroad without a shepherd, we pray that you will raise up under shepherds. And in the meantime, that the great shepherd of the sheep will take care of each one of them. And for those shepherds, Heavenly Father, we pray that you would protect them from their enemies, that you would gird up the loins of their minds, that you would bless them in the reading of your word to behold wondrous things there, and that they would then thunder forth the truth and blast the gospel trumpet in your pulpits throughout the earth. Heavenly Father, we are blessed abundantly in this world, and we are thankful knowing that it all comes from your hand. But help us to lift up our eyes and to see afar off and to know that there's glory days and a glory land that's coming so that we will today rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we commit our assemblies, our souls, Unto thee is unto a faithful creator for safekeeping and blessing in this hour. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Brother.